Hi, I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show, a program for the members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and our special guests. And uh, like we've said before, if you are a member of this organization and you've not been on this show, uh, all you need to do is let us know. It's likely the first email will not be read. Uh, and then maybe by the second or third one, we'll, we'll actually pay attention. Not because we ignore our members, but because I get at least 100 and something emails a day, and I don't always have a chance. With 420 members, it's hard to address every single one. Nonetheless, keep trying. Keep you know, Just let me know. We have over 30 events per month, so you can actually catch me at an event, and I think I pay more attention there. Uh, we have a great show for you guys today. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing that the weather is really changing uh, to a huge degree. I mean, it, just a few weeks ago, it was freezing, and then it got mild. We had like a spring for like one week, and now it's it's incredibly hot outdoors. And, and so we have Carl Sarkosis. Carl is with Air National Texas. He is the CEO. He's going to give us a ton of tips and a, a ton of different things for dealing with this heat. Uh, thank you, Carl, for being on the program. Thank you, Carlos. It's great to be here. And so, so it's awesome that we have a guy that knows and understands air conditioning because I can't believe that years ago, in yesteryear, there was no air conditioning. Like, what did they, they do down in, in, for example, in Galveston? I, I just went down to Galveston. These beautiful houses to get there, you know, that are still kind of conserved. And even here in Houston, what did they do, what, 100 years ago? How old is air conditioning anyway? Well, air conditioning is, actually goes back to the Romans, if you really oh, look okay. back so, at it. If you remember the aqueducts, sure. they actually had the water from the aqueducts go through some of the residences to keep it cool. That's, so that's okay. the earliest form of air conditioning that's known. Wow. Now, modern air conditioning is a different deal. Mm -hmm. That was invented by a guy named Carrier. Mm. And you probably heard of Carrier Air Conditioning. Sure, yeah. So that's, why that, that's where that name came from. Uh, of course, he's long gone. That was back in 1922 mm -hmm. when he created the concept of air conditioning using a, a contracting gas that we compress to get the heat out. It's a very complex thing, but it works. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. See, ladies and gentlemen, we have a ton of information for you. Uh, in just a few minutes, we'll talk a lot more to Carl about air conditioning and about the fascinating world of temperature indoors. But before that, uh, let's talk a little bit, Carl, about what we just did. Uh, I mean, this is a big deal for, for a lot of our members who come to our events. Uh, we try to keep our events at least somewhat dynamic, you know, somewhat outside of the realm of boring, mediocre, get up, give your presentation and sit down and sit down, you know? It, well, it, you're absolutely right, Dr. Carlos. The uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is anything but ordinary. Mm -hmm. It's uh, certainly the best uh, uh, networking group that I go to. Thank you. And I've heard many people say that. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason is just what you alluded to there is that you do so many different things. It's mm -hmm. not just sit up, everybody, or stand up and give your 30-second commercial and sit down. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't think those are very effective at all, especially when you have 50 people in the room. Right. But when you get together in small groups and you do certain activities... Uh, you've made it a very uh, a very successful group and mm. made it very beneficial to me and very to good. I think all the other all you know, the other it, members. It's interesting. You know where that came from? There is another group which shall remain nameless, but they are the Woodlands Chamber um, that do a, a one. I know it's a two hour commercial thing once a month. I don't know if you've ever been. I have not. Okay, so so they about a hundred different business owners go to this thing, and it's a breakfast. So you go and you get your breakfast, you sit down, then they go around with the mic. One minute each by 100. So you multiply that by 100 people. Yeah, I don't know about you, but after about number 20, mm -hmm. I, I've kind of lost it. Way checked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but that's where I got the idea of I, this is never going to happen. I'm never going to allow something like this because it is just, not only is it nerve wracking too, because they give you a mic, it's 100 people, you have to stand up and give a commercial. You know, for a lot of folks, that's tough, but it's very ineffective because it's not memorable. Even if you do something extremely mm -hmm. memorable, mm -hmm. it's still hard for someone well, to remember after hearing 100 different let me tell you the most memorable one. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. And if they are, well, here's a lesson to you. She got up, this lady got up, and then her assistant got up with the boom box. And, and doing the robot, her assistant went and put the, the boom box down, and this person started to rap, right? Mm -hmm. And then she put on a red rubber nose, and she said she's a dermatologist. Wow. Like, whoa. <laughs> so you win, a, you win a prize for the most, the funniest 
commercial, but you know I'm not going to go see her. That's you know, oh. I'll keep my malls to myself. <laughs> you know, anyway, so so we do that on Tuesdays. We meet here. Uh, uh, what, what area is this? I guess it's it's Shenandoah, Shenandoah, whatever. Sure. Yep. And right Woodlands, next, right next to Home Depot uh, on 45. Right. And uh, so that's on Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, we meet in Katy. You've never been to the Katy one? I haven't been to the Katy, mostly because our business doesn't go that far okay. in general. We'll go sure. down there if somebody really needs something, but we don't market in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have a, a very similar lunch in Katy with a different crowd. And uh, because Katy's a different demographic, it's pretty amazing. I mean, our Chamber of Commerce is about 60% non-Hispanic, you know. But the majority of Hispanic folks are in the Katy area. Mm. Katy and Galleria, you know, so... So uh, tomorrow we're in Katy Thursday. We're, we're going to be at a place called Pro Optics. Pro Optics is, is obviously it's an eye care center, and they're doing a ribbon cutting, and they're located in San, on San Felipe, which is right down in the Galleria in area. Galleria area. So it's going to be Galleria on Thursday, and then on Friday I think we, um, I think we're done. Friday mm-hmm. we're going to be talking to our members and working working up the following Friday, which is when we're doing this big sales thing. It, it's just a big. Uh, it's going to be a seminar, but we're going to feature some of our members who, who can speak to people about sales about how they do sales and about how they can, you know, how they can improve their sales, et cetera, et cetera. So by all means, Carl, if you're one of those guys that likes to talk about sales for 15 minutes, put your name on the, in, the, in the hat and we'll put you on. Sure. You know? and, uh, and that's one of the things that makes the group great is mm-hmm. events like that mm-hmm. rather than just going to regular meetings, mm-hmm. which, you will, which you will in normal networking mm-hmm. groups. We actually have training. Um, I, I especially like the training that you did on the uh, uh, social media mm-hmm. and, and YouTube, mm-hmm. and it really motivate, motivated me to do more in that area. Are you doing some stuff now? Yeah, we have a YouTube, uh, uh, a YouTube page. We have mm-hmm. a few videos on there. I need to do more, of course. Sure. Um, our Facebook page is very active, mm-hmm. and, um, and I'm looking for more ways to, to promote that as well. And you'll be, I mean, you'll be on YouTube right now. That's another thing. Well, and also as a result of this show... What happens is they give me a copy of everything that's on television, mm-hmm. and we, they email it to you. I think they might actually ask you to buy little pieces, but they're not expensive. You know, okay. just just so you can use it for your website and for everything else. I will definitely use it. Well, because it makes you, you actually look interesting with those big old earphones on. Uh, so do you? <laughs> Thank you. Man. Uh, you know, I'm a doctor. I should look interesting. Anyway, so so that's what we do. Uh, it's a big idea for us. I mean, it's, it's a big deal for us to do as many events as our members can handle, because we want our members to be sharp and and you know. It, if there's no frequency, people tend to forget you very quickly, Absolutely. unless you're the air conditioning guy. See, I mean, you have, you have an advantage because you're totally, I mean, beyond insurance and beyond, you know, I can see a person driving without insurance for a month and risking it, but there's no way they're going to go two or three days without air conditioning in their home. Well, it depends on the time of the year, and we're getting to that time of the year. Oh, already? Yeah, when, uh, when, once it gets above 92, when, when we reach 97 degrees, mm. then it's when we can't keep up. That's when the phone rings off the wall, and actually all of us air conditioning companies can't keep up at that point. Wow. Because mm. a lot of systems can handle the, the heat up to that point, and it's cool in your home. But once it gets up to that real high temperature and real high humidity, uh, the systems that are just chugging along and don't really uh, are kind of old and decrepit, they just can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that keeps us very busy. Mm-hmm. I call that the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but that's when you make your, I mean, you own you own our national, and is it yeah. your business? My wife and I own the business, yes. Okay. And so how long have you guys owned it? <laughs> We, uh, we, we purchased the assets of another company in two, year, in two years ago. It's actually our anniversary tomorrow. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so you're located right here in Spring? We're on uh, Spring Cypress, right near uh, T.C. Jester and Stubner Airline. Mm. We've got a, uh, a lit sign outside. We you drive by, you can see it. Yeah, I think I've driven by a couple times. So, so definitely, it really doesn't matter where you're located. What matters is can you get to my place? That's right. You know? And we focus on the Northwest area so that we are able to get to everyone that we can sure. in a reasonable amount of time. That's why we don't want to go into uh, downtown Houston or, or anything like that. Because we'll get stuck in traffic and Absolutely. we won't be able to help someone else out. Agree. Yeah, and that, that's part of the sacrifice. I mean, if you work all over town, that's something you really have to make sure either you have trucks down there or mm-hmm. just don't mess with it. Yeah, eventually we could be big enough to do that. But right now we're focused on the Northwest area. Good. Okay. All right. So that's, mm-hmm. that's fair enough. There's enough people up here. For sure. There are. And growing every day. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so we're here in Montgomery County. For those of you that are listening to us that, that are not familiar with, with this radio station, we're here in Conroe. Actually, we're overlooking, we oversee downtown Conroe. 
It's oh, beautiful. Not downtown. Main <laughs> Street. Main Street in downtown. Yeah. And, and Conroe is the, I don't know if you knew this, it was uh, voted or, or cited as the fastest growing city in the country. Amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. But, but it's a small town still. And you can't tell. It, it reminds me of, of the Andy Griffith show in Mayberry. That's exactly how I describe it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> You're just waiting for, you know, for Barney Fife to show up with his one bullet gun and something. But totally that way, the feeling. I think I did see Otis out there by the train. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's very quaint. That's what I like about, about Conroe, man. Absolutely. I like coming here on Sundays just to hang out and, you know, the, the beautiful coffee shop right next door, just things like that. I, uh, my barber is right around the corner from mm-hmm. here. It's mm-hmm. the it's the longest r- continuous running barber shop in the state of Texas. Wow. It's okay. Shepherd Barbershop. So he's been around for a while. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to do this correctly this time. It's, it's Carl Sikosius. That's right. So I'm here with Carl Sikosius with Air National Air National, it, that Air, Na- it's air conditioning. Okay, so Air National Texas, air conditioning and what? Heating, okay. as, so, as well as uh, we also do uh, uh, home generators, emergency generators. We're a okay. Generac uh, service provider. So, so like during the times of hurricanes, when people need these things, we're less than a month away from hurricane season. So it's uh, it, it doesn't mean there's time. one coming in less than a month. It just means you have to be ready by then, right? It's th- that's the time that they do come when they do. Well, but people say, oh, they're coming. Like, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, anyway, sometimes right, so they do, sometimes they don't. Last year, it sure did. When we come back, we're going to talk to Carl Moore. He has some tips for us. We'll talk more about his business and his company. Uh, please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. We are with the, uh, gosh, the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, but this program is called the Hispanic Chamber Connection. Sometimes all these things get jumbled up and, you know, they come out slowly, but they come out at one point or another. So thank you very much for listening to this program. Uh, this program is, is uh, as you've heard already, it's sponsored by the ML Agency, the ML Insurance Agency, and we're very grateful to them. They've been sponsors of this program now for about a year. And uh, it wouldn't be, if it weren't for them, uh, it's likely I would have been, you know, taken off the air already a while back because you know it's not about my talent. It's about their payment. And we appreciate that. So that's good. That's what keeps you on the air. Thank you, Amel Agency, if you're listening. Uh, and we're here today with Carl Shikosius. Carl is owner, proprietor, and also the guy that runs Air National Texas Air Conditioning and Heating and also the... Uh, Home generators. Home generators. That's, that's not on your, on your thing here, but I'm sure you're going to add it to your, <laughs> to your bit. There it is. That's true. Generac. Yeah, there you go. I just missed it. Uh, Carl, could you tell us uh, just sort of an explanation of what do you guys do and, and where where you serve, please? Sure. We're, um, like you said, we're an air conditioning and heating company. We uh, cover the northwest area of Houston. Um, we work with both residential and commercial buildings, new and old. And uh, which means commercial buildings means we do things uh, with rooftop units and uh, uh, anything like that. Even if there's a problem, we have a, quite a few companies that we service their air conditioning regularly as we do with residential. Residential issues are usually um, uh, uh, when there's a problem. Someone call, We usually don't get called unless there's a problem. Their, uh, their house isn't cooling properly. Or one room is a much warmer is much warmer than the other, or uh, the, the air conditioner is making a noise, or there's a smell coming from it. These are all things that we can handle, and there's different ways that that we can handle it because we work with not just the air conditioning units themselves, the mechanical part, but the ducts, and we have filtration systems and air purification systems. So as how well. can how can somebody get a hold of you guys? Well, they, the best way is to uh, is to call us at two eight one two five one three one four three. 
or to go to our website, which is airnationaltexas.com. Either way, you'll be able to uh, to call us. The one thing that's uh, uh, different about our company that not every company does is you will always get an answer from uh, from a person. Uh, we have uh, answering service 24 hours a day, and that means that we do come out both on uh, evenings, weekends, holidays. It doesn't matter what. If you have an emergency, we will come out and uh, and repair it. Very good. Thank you, Carl. Mm-hmm. That's a very good. This will be kept, you know, forever and ever. I'll email it to you as well. Great. And what I'm saying uh, to Carl is that we we uh, take video shots, so pieces, small video pieces, uh, one minute max, maybe two uh, minutes, and we post it on Facebook, all social media, because we're so uh, we're so enamored with the idea because we know how important it is, and we know how. You know, I think something that really got me about social media, and we'll go, we'll come right back to your national Texas, but I just wanted to comment this, is is that uh, Lone Star College has has a whole setup. I mean, they they have a whole, uh, you know, a whole social media analytics sort of department, right? And last year they spent they spent you can't imagine they made let's go like this they made about two hundred grand on additional people signing up right as as students and everything else because they got the, the 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 mind of the student base and the target market for two hundred thousand dollars guess how much they spent two hundred thousand dollars they spent five hundred dollars oh really all they did was just campaigns wow so social media campaigns right a lot of a lot of targeting a lot of you know and the most the most popular uh, social media um, platform is snapchat Really? Well, because it's all students. I mean, who knew? Okay. You know, <laughs> for us old timers, it probably would be Facebook or something like that. But but they, you know, they got it. And and to me, that that is so valuable, because if you can win the presidency, being whoever you are, if you can do that kind of money with the Lone Star Club, what can small businesses do? Right. What can we do versus the bigger companies? Is we can represent ourselves so well. So that that's why this must be mastered. I mean, there's no way around it. You you can't. You know, and I know you guys do. You guys do Facebook and things like that. I, 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 I think you're absolutely right. The, mm-hmm. the social media is good, and you, you brought up a good point where the, the students might go for Facebook, but the older individuals like us mm-hmm. might go for Facebook. Uh, go for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to segment the market mm-hmm. because there's young millennials out mm-hmm. now buying homes. Right. And a lot of, they're buying homes. They're they're a different breed to reach than sure. the retired couple that's living in their home. They still may look at the newspaper or, or look, read the yellow page. And they don't care about air conditioning so much. Okay. They like the warm. They care no? about okay. it a lot. Don't get, don't get <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. But I just know that. I, I, you know, I have parents. I have other people I know who, who don't. They, 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 live to, they, you know, they move to Florida. They love the heat. It, it's a thing. But if you mess around with the coolness of Luby's oh, or, yeah. you know, or the grocery store, yeah, you'll have problems. Yeah, uh, and 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 I know I've been to events at hotels and and everything, and there's always half the people there think the room is too cold, and Absolutely. the other half think it's too hot. Mm-hmm. Just like today, you know, we're at Spring mm-hmm. Creek Barbecue, and and I was warm, you know. So I'm asking, you know, you guys warm? Like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. But if I'm fine, she says, then it's hot because I'm always cold. Like, who's going to understand <laughs> that? Like, forget it. Never mind. <laughs> that's right. You know, but that's something that you guys. I mean, obviously, you guys deal with when it, as the temperature begins to rise, Carl. What are some of the biggest things? You mentioned a couple of the biggest issues that you guys find, but is it is it the age of the unit sometimes that, that that's the problem? Or what are the biggest issues you find? Sure, the the age of the unit matters. There, uh, units are generally warrantied for ten years, mm-hmm. and when you're approaching ten years, then you know things start to happen. Mm. Just like a car, as a car gets older, you you get to a point and you just think one thing after another starts to break down, and it's sure. just time to get a new car. Mm-hmm. But with younger units, the the most common thing that we see is something called a capacitor. And a capacitor, real quick, is it's kind of like a battery. It stores a charge. Actually, the the biggest example of a capacitor is a cloud in the sky. Mm. And it releases its energy through lightning. It stores energy, stores energy, and then it releases in lightning. That's basically what a capacitor does. It helps the unit get started because there's a compressor in there that uh, that needs an extra jolt to get started. Okay. And each one of the fans needs an extra jolt to get started. Hmm. And then it, it also balances the, uh, the electricity out. They go out. That's our most common repair that we do is replacing capacitors. But it's not a multi-thousand dollar repair. No, it's a few hundred dollars to repair it. Okay, that's now, important. You know? But the good thing about it is we can predict when they're going out wow. for most most of the time because mm-hmm. they just don't all of a sudden drop out and, and die, uh, generally they'll stop holding a charge, stop holding less, they'll hold less and less, and eventually they just don't hold enough of a charge for them to work. Like your car. So, so if we come out at the beginning of the summer, which is what we're doing now, we're mm-hmm. going to a lot of homes, 
we're taking a look at, we do a 30 point check. Mm. And one of the main things that we're checking is the capacitor. If that capacitor is getting low, we say, let's replace it now. That way you're not waiting here in 95 degrees and 95% humidity, Mm. waiting for us to get there as we're helping five other people that sure. their capacitors go out mm. and uh, and it's just an insurance to take care of and you uh, said it's, it's not a, like it's not going to cost you two or three grand no you know? no it's it's a simple thing actually a capacitor can fit in your hand our guys carry uh, loads of them in their truck so they have them ready to go that's the biggest thing the spark plug it's kind of like a spark plug but a little but it's, it's quite a bit bigger than a spark plug but it's uh, it is it's kind of like changing a spark plug in a uh, and actually it only takes us about five minutes to change them but finding knowing that the right knowing that which one to choose to to replace and knowing that it doesn't need to be replaced right that's what you pay for when uh, when you have a technician come out sure. so all of our technicians are trained to do that mm. we go through regular training mostly in the winter time when it's mm. not busy we get updated on the on the latest greatest and keep everybody up to date plus all of our guys are certified and sure. registered in the state of Texas to so be, so let uh, me ask you then when the, the when the capacitor is failing mm-hmm. Does the house warm up a little bit more than it should? Is that kind of how you know that it's not working, or it it it, it stops working completely? Okay, so that that's it. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't work. Period. It, it's not, if it's a gradual thing, there's there, there could be other things that go on, Ooh, and okay. that's the so those and generally they're more serious. Mm-hmm. Now it could be uh, less serious in in that maybe one of the ducts in the attic has come loose, and mm. you're starting to cool the attic instead of cooling the house. Ooh, we don't want well, that. you're still getting some cool in the house, but you're also losing a lot of it in the attic. Mm-hmm. That's happened so many times. We go up in the attic and you say, ooh, it's kind of cool up here for an attic. Because, mm-hmm. you know, bless our guys, they get up there and it could be 160 oh, degrees yeah. in an attic when they're I've working done up that. there. Yeah, yeah. and no yeah. animal is supposed to live up there. No. There's no reason why you should have that, that family of raccoons in that attic. This should not be cool. No, not, <laughs> they don't live there very much in the summertime. The wintertime, you'll find them. It should them be there. uncomfortable so that they'll leave. <laughs> That's right. That's the whole point. So if you're, if you're air conditioning your attic, you know there's a problem. Right. So, 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 if, so if the air is off a little bit, it could be something, it could be something like that. Also, it's leaks. So that's one leak. You can have a leak in the ducts where the air is leaking, but another leak can be the refrigerant itself. Uh, okay. Everybody likes to call it Freon. Mm-hmm. It's really not called Freon. It's a refrigerant. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as systems get older, they develop little hairline cracks and it'll start letting the uh, refrigerant come out. Mm. These are sealed systems, just like the air conditioning in your car. So if you are, if, uh, if you do have to get refrigerant added to your, to your unit, that means you do have a leak. It just doesn't evaporate or anything like that. And they don't get better. Okay. They can only get worse. They don't seal themselves. There's, there's no healing process. Yeah. Um, the, we can try to f- track down the leak. We have actually little electronic leak detectors with, wow. that will detect refrigerant mm-hmm. to see where the leak is coming from. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to track that down. If it's at a, a joint or, a, or a, a connection somewhere, sometimes we can fix it that way. Very good. But if it's in the coil or something like that, then the unit or that part of the unit will have to be replaced. Very good. So I'm here with Carl Sikostas, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> If you're listening and you have any kind of question about whether or not you're going to, your air conditioner is going to hold up this summer, uh, get a get a good uh, inspection. They do a 30-point inspection. I mean, you can take care of that now before anything happens a little bit later. When we come back from, from uh, our quick break, Carl's going to give us some tips and some other things about air conditioning. This is a very interesting uh, conversation, so please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at mlagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at mlagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. 
We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. If you're a member of this organization, the Woodlands Conroe, or the KD or the Galleria Hispanic Chambers of Commerce, if you're a member, um, give us a call if you'd like to be on the program. We'd love to interview you, learn more about your business and about how people can be served by you. This is one of the biggest uh, benefits we have for our members. It's thanks to the ML Agency. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The ML Agency, uh, in particular, Sabrina, who, who's uh, the co-owner, she and, and, and Leonard Amell own the, the company. She's pinched hit for people like three or four times now over the past year. You know, like somebody cancels, so I call them, hey, do you guys, oh, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. Sure. So, so I think it's really interesting that, I think it's a, it's a side thing. I mean, they're, they're obviously insurance professionals, you know, but but they know that that um, this is a great opportunity. I mean, it's, it's a fun thing you can do that gets people to know you and to understand a little bit more of who you are and everything else. It is. It's it's fun because I'm on the radio, mm-hmm. and it's fun because I'm with you, Dr. Oh, Carlos. thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Right now, we're poised for terribly hot weather. Absolutely. I mean, right, even today, it's like 90-something is supposed to be really hot. I was telling somebody earlier, I had a Snickers bar in my car. <laughs> it's liquid now. Mm. Like completely. There's, I had to freeze it before I can. It's still good. Well, I know I can suck it all out. <laughs> I can do like a fly and just suck it or something. But yes, right. it's, it is still good. It's still in there. It's just all mushed up now. Yeah. All right. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse, et cetera, et cetera. So inside a house, um, there are all kinds of different things that we don't pay attention to or that we could pay attention to to save money. And and that those make up a lot of the tips that you give, Carl. And I've always thought it's very valuable that during our meetings that you get up and give us a tip. In fact, you have to remind me, man. It's only one minute. You can do right, that right. at every one of our meetings now that it's this hot. Yep. Because that's a valuable resource to our members, just to hear from somebody like you and say, this is the tip of the day. There this is what go. I've got for you. So anyway, yeah. uh, you put a couple of those things together. Give us one of your big tips, Carl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me one second, though. I, I have a few, and they, um, a few of the tips, and they're also available on our website, on our blog. Mm-hmm. And uh, But let's start with a simple one. We all have filters for our air conditioning system. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the air, conditioning, air conditioning system has to have the airflow through it properly to work properly. If your filter gets clogged, if it gets, gets dirty, it's going to impede that airflow. When that airpo, airflow gets impeded, your system has to work harder. If it works harder, you know what that means? More electricity. It's going to cost you more. Change it's the filters. Change the filter every month in the, in the summertime. And they're really inexpensive. They're like $2 each. That's right. They don't, they don't cost that much. And uh, now there's two different types of filters. There's mm-hmm. the ones that are the one-inch filters that fit right into the, uh, the return vent in your, in your house. There may be two or three or sometimes even more in your home. But then there's also something called a media filter. The media filter is going to be in the attic or wherever your, your furnace is. And it's, uh, those are generally three, four, five inches wide. And they don't have to be replaced as often. Those can go six months. So you replace that now. It's good for all summer. So if somebody has an emergency now, Carl, that want to talk to you or anything, what number would they call? They call us at 281-251-3143. That's air, or just go to airnationaltexas.com. All spelled out, airnationaltexas.com. Very good. So, all right, these filters of yours, they're not supposed to be dirty before you change them then. I mean, basically, they're not supposed to be black. No, they're, they're usually white, and mm-hmm. that way, or they have the, there's two different types. Mm-hmm. There's the fiberglass, which are the blue ones, and those actually let the most air through of all, mm-hmm. but they do the least as far as taking contaminants out of the air. The, the kinds you get at Walmart, like $2, it's really expensive. They, they have those at Walmart, and they also have the pleated ones. The mm-hmm. pleated ones do a, a better job, and there's all different ranges of filters for them. Wow. Now, if you have someone who has severe allergies, you might have to get the higher, uh, uh, higher rating, but... Understand, with the higher rating, doesn't impede the airflow a bit, so it is going to cost you a little more to run mm. your air conditioning when you do filter out that. And much. just so you guys know, the word "impede" means obstruct or not allow through. Wow, <laughs> you're a wise right? guy. Well, no, but I mean, like impede. <laughs> what you know? What you call me? It's, it's impede. So I mean, these are more technical terms, I guess, uh, for some folks. So okay. guys, just so you know, impede. Don't worry, it's no big deal. Just if something's being impeded. It means it's not going through, bottom line. So there we go. change your air filters, but you don't change them when they're dirty. Like I said, you change them every six months, you said, or less? Uh, the one-inch ones, you change once a month in yeah. the summertime. Once a month. Yes, here's the deal. In the summertime, mm-hmm. kids are home from school. Mm-hmm. The doors are open and a lot more, and there's a lot more activity in your house. And what, what gets into the air filter? You know, there's, there's dirt, yep, it's, but dust is a lot of of dander from pets, mm. if you have that. Mm-hmm. It's actually skin from our own skin that floats around, and it's from uh, from our clothes. You you see what happens in the dryer when... Uh, yeah, all that, all that. 
Right. Stuff. Well, it's not just in the dryer that that stuff is coming off your clothes. It's coming off there all day long. Mm. And that gets into the air. It's very light and it floats up and it gets into the filter. You know, I also heard that there's dust mites. Or is that commercial not true? I, uh, dust are, mites. Dust mites are probably everywhere. I've heard there's mites on our face. I don't know. As we speak, as we're being we speak. chewed up. Yeah, they, they love us. <laughs> well, there you go. But uh, let's go back to your filters then. Okay, so okay. for example, my, my office, mm-hmm. right? I know we change our filters every three months. Just because that's when the landlord says, change the filters. There you go. But we shouldn't be even be thinking about the landlord. We should be thinking about our bill. That's right. So, so if the, the more frequency with that change of the filters once a month, the less expensive it is for you to run air conditioning. All right. And you notice I say this time of year. Yeah. In the wintertime, we hardly use our heat at all mm-hmm. here in Texas. So you're not using the system. There's not that much air going through it. But in the summertime, your system's running a lot. So there's a lot of air that's going through there that's, and those those particles mm-hmm. are impeded by the filter mm-hmm. and uh, and get trapped in there. More and more gets trapped but in so, there. So is that little like, vent, is it sucking? Is it sucking air or is it? it you can say that. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we don't like to say it's, it's sucking because it, it should be balanced. The same amount of air that's coming out of all the, out of all of, out of, all of the supply vents that we call them, mm-hmm. the rest of the vents where the air is blowing out, should be uh, uh, equal to or less than what's in that return vent. Okay, so the ones blowing should be like the ones sucking if you have yeah. so it's, balance. It's a push-pull kind of thing. Okay. All right. So there you go. There you go. So, so if you're listening, um, remember your filters, your air filters, not only for your office, but obviously for your home. If that doesn't work in terms of cooling off your home or maybe lowering your bill, what else can people do, Carl? What else do you have there? Well, the... the the, I talked. I talked about leaks before, but mm-hmm. uh, the another way to make sure that your system is working properly is to keep it clean. Keeping a clean air filter, that's good. the The air filter actually keeps the coils in the in the furnace or we're in the attic clean, but your outside unit can get dirty. How do you clean that though? Well, that's uh, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. The uh, the simplest thing to do is hit it with the hose mm-hmm. because what happens is. Uh, if you do your own lawn, you go buy it with the lawnmower. If you have a lawn sure. service, they're going by there and it's kicking up a lot of dirt and dust and little pieces of grass and actually little dandelion, mm. uh, little feather things. I know about those. They get caught in there. And again, it's impeding the air from flowing through that, that coil. So that also sucks? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, the, there's a fan in there and the fan blows out of the top. So right. it's pulling air in from the side uh-huh. uh, on all four sides That's of your fan. unit. That's right. That's your. Uh, that's I, didn't, your. I didn't know that that was the purpose of the fan. I thought the purpose of the fan was to blow the air into the house, not to suck air. No, the the actually the only thing that's connected between the outside unit and the inside unit is a copper line. Right. And it's just refrigerant. There's uh, there's two different lines. One that goes in where it's compressed, and one that comes out after being uh, after mm. the pressure is released. Okay. So there you go. I, I think that's yep. the much I know. That's that's how air conditioning works. See, so now you know the basics of air conditioning. I can I can start tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> so what, so the tip here is keep it clean. Keep it clean. So uh, do you open uh, it? Am I supposed to open it? And I, I don't advise that because there's a there's it's plenty of volts in there. Yeah. The Two twenty volts. That's enough to kill anybody. So, mm. but you can hit it with the hose. You know, just hose off from the outside. It's it's going to help. It's not going to be as good as if we did a professional cleaning where we will open it up, we'll hit it from the inside, pushing it out, mm. and get it up. We suggest we do that once a year. Okay. So, so even now, <laughs> again, if you're listening and you have a unit at home and you haven't hosed it down in a few years, go out there and take a look. You might even find a few residents inside. You know, who knows? That's right. But, but go out there and <laughs> clean it up, guys. Okay. So that's another very good tip, Carl. Absolutely. I mean, just because we don't know these things. So. Yeah, and just 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 get out there and hit it with the hose. Mm-hmm. And uh, another tip for that is, if you do your own lawn, turn the air conditioner off when you're running the lawnmower near it or the weed eater near it, just so it doesn't get sucked up into it. Wow, that'll go a long way. To you know, it it's clean. amazing because I'd be doing my lawn, and of course, my wife would be inside the house with the air conditioning mm-hmm. on, and then we'd wonder why. You know, sometimes it smells funny inside or whatever. It just so that's another big one. Smells. Uh, Do they come from the air conditioner sometimes, Carl? Could it be that the coolant is bad or something? They, they, they could come from the air conditioner, but not from the refrigerant itself. Mm. What happens is the, in the inside unit, there's, just like there's coils on the outside unit, you can see them. Mm-hmm. There are coils on the inside unit. Mm. One of them uh, takes the heat out. One of them takes the, takes the heat in. Mm-hmm. So we're removing the heat from the house with the indoor coils. So those are cold coils. And usually that's in your attic. Sometimes it's in a closet. Mm-hmm. Those coils are cold. So they get wet because there's, it develops condensation, kind of mm-hmm. which is a good thing because you want to take the humidity out of the air mm-hmm. as well, especially here in Houston where we have such high humidity. 
if you couldn't get the humidity out of the air, you'd be extremely uncomfortable, even at 70 degrees. So that's that's the purpose of that? I mean, the purpose of producing condensation is to get rid of the humidity? Absolutely. And it's cooling. And it's right, cooling guys, and taking another, the humidity out. It's another light bulb that just went on. There I didn't go. know that. I, yeah, I yeah. just knew, it, you know, if you have your air conditioning on, the, the, uh, the humidity will generally go away, but that's not the point. It's not the case. You have to have that, that mechanism working right. for it to happen. That's right. The air conditioner has to be working properly to take the humidity out of the air. Mm. Now, that creates another problem. Now you've got a cool, wet environment. Well, what grows in cool, wet environments? Mushrooms or something like that. Fungus, <laughs> bacteria, mold. Mm. So for a properly working system, the air has to flow through properly. There again, keep your air filter clean. Mm. Uh, uh, having a clogged air filter can also contribute to having a development of mold in your wow. system. Yeah. And mold stinks. Mm -hmm. Bacteria stinks. Sometimes fungus go. stinks. And there's something called an old sock syndrome. Yeah. People say, well, my air conditioner, it smells like old socks. Well, mm. we get up there and we open it up and we look inside and lo and behold, it's... Your it's attic took off its shoes. That's right. But it's all inside the unit. You don't see it outside. But that's dangerous too, isn't it? I mean, doesn't that pollute the air? It can be. Absolutely. If you're sensitive to that, it can cause all kinds of health issues. Mm. Okay. So we have ways of, of, uh, of dealing with that as, as well, if that it gets too like bad. It sounds like a, that's a little bit more extreme. I mean, it sounds like it's more technical. You know, it's, it's, it's just something it's, that... It's not that uncommon. When discovered, when discovered, you guys, okay, we found this for you. That's right. Take care of it. And then, then a whole other procedure begins there, right? That's I mean, right. So sometimes if it's, if it's just starting, it can be as simple as cleaning the coils. We can get in there with a spray or the chemical cleaning and, uh, and clean them off. If it's more advanced, what it will do is start running down into the ducts. Mm. Then we have to replace the ducts. Wow. Um, I don't like to clean flexible ducts. Those are the ones that we usually see because it's too easy to break them and then you have a leak. We talked right. about leaks before. Even worse. So, the, so we get in there, we find out what the problem is. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, it's, if it's too bad, then the, the whole system upstairs would have to be replaced. Wow. Okay. Well, this is very interesting, Carl. When we come back uh, for our listeners, uh, we're talking with... Carl Sakosius with Air National Texas, air conditioning and heating and, of course, generators. That's right. So when we come back, we're going to uh, discuss more tips, more, more things you can do. Uh, please stay with us. Uh, this is the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. I'm Dr. Carlos Sanchez, and we'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes, and I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m., where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me. That's right, jazzy. <laughs> right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show, a program for members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Knowing that you don't have to be Hispanic to join, all you need to do is be interested in the market and be interested in hopefully helping others by helping yourself. So thank you very much for listening. We're having a very interesting conversation with Carl Sarkosius. Carl is president and proprietor of Air National Texas it's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Generators. Carl's talking to us about all kinds of different things uh, you can do to prevent uh, leaks in your air or to save money by changing your filters. 
But this is a special section because this section is titled lovingly, Stupid Things People Do with Their Air Conditioning. And let's listen to Carl. He's going to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that, that some of us who think we know it all do and really shoot ourselves in the foot. Carl, what's your first major thing, please? Well, the first major thing are, are, are the vents. The, the vents have little adjustments on them where you can open and close them. Sure. And a lot of times we go into people's homes and we find that they have them partially closed or all the way closed. And I say, don't do it. Mm. It's okay in the wintertime if you have a really hot part of your house and you want to close it off a little bit there. But in the summertime, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Don't close the vents. The system is designed to let it flow. We talked in the last segment about there's water being created in the system. Mm. And that can, uh, that can, if you don't let it flow properly, that's going to uh, give it, a, give the mold and, and, and fungus and bacteria a chance to grow. And that's automatic, the mold and the fungus. It's I mean, not, virtually. It's, no, if, if, if it flows, if you have enough airflow, it won't, uh, it won't. Uh, but if you mess it work. up, the, the mold and, and fungus is very, very likely to show up. It is because it's there. The, it, the mold is in our homes no matter what. Mm. You can have the most clean house in the world, but there's mm-hmm. still mold floating around or whatever. So it's just looking for a place to, to breed. Always, man. And, and if you give it a, a moist environment, which is what happens if you close the vents. So closing the vents is one thing. Don't do it. So okay? stuffing clothing in the vents that nothing comes out is not a good idea <laughs> that's either. A ter- that's a terrible thing to do. Okay. Right? Is it, even for that particular vent, you're not letting the air flow there, but it's it's slowing down the uh, the amount of air that can go through the system itself. Mm. And the system is designed, and we measure it in cubic feet per minute. It has a certain amount of cubic feet per minute that has to flow through that system to work properly. Oh, I see. Now, there's variable speed units that slow down, but everything slows down. The compressor slows down, so that it but it, it keeps the air moving through it and flowing through to prevent the mold from growing. So, so that's similar to plugging the muffler in your car <laughs> with like a potato, that, just just because you don't want the, the emissions or something. The old potato in the in the tailpipe trick, right? And that doesn't work. <laughs> no, it, your okay. car doesn't work if it can't. Uh, you won't get French fries, ladies and gentlemen. So avoid, please, at all costs. <laughs> do not plug these things up. Right now, okay. the interesting thing is, most homes here, all the bedrooms do not have a return duct in them. Oh yeah. So if you close the door you're actually kind of closing your vents too. Mm. Everybody wants their privacy. We understand that. So what I tell people is when you're gone during the day, make sure you leave all your doors open to the bedrooms. Don't close the doors. Everybody likes to close their doors and keep them closed. But at least during the day, let it air out. Let the air flow through. Um, Whenever we do new homes, we always put a return in every bedroom. Yeah. That way you can have your door closed and still Mm -hmm. get plenty Mm -hmm. of air flow. And you don't have to worry about air having to get out. You know, the door. it's even amazing because even in my office, it's the same thing. We we have vents, but we don't have returns. You got to return. There's another office right next to mine who's always really cool, mm-hmm. and, and you know, she's a therapist, and she has all kinds of offices within that space. And she put returns into every single one of the little rooms. Right. And they're amazingly different. They feel very very cool. They feel different. There you go. That's the return. So we can come by to your office and give you a return in every office. Okay. Well, we can talk about that. There you go. That, that, does that also save you money in the long run? It, it, it's more of a comfort thing. Sure. And it might save you money because if you're getting hot in your office, you might mm-hmm. turn the thermostat even lower. Always. And then now you won't have to turn it lower, and that will, of course, save you money if you don't have to turn it lower. Very good. So we started this segment by Carl telling us, do not plug it. Don't plug it. Let it flow. Yeah. Let the vents, let the vents flow. Don't close the vents. Very good. Yeah. So, so what else do people do, uh, Carl? Another yes. thing is, um, is fans. I'm a big fan of fans. Ceiling okay. fans are great. <laughs> But they're, they only work when you're sitting in the room okay, for so, cooling. All right. Otherwise, fans actually burn electricity three ways. Most people are familiar with two ways. Mm. Number one, it's a motor, so it's going to burn electricity. The second thing is that motor creates heat. Now you've created heat mm. in your living room. Now the air conditioner has to cool that heat down. That's more cooling that it has to do. So now you've increased your, uh, the, the work that the air conditioning system mm. has to do. The third thing is... Just as the fan blows the air off your skin, it blows the air off your outside walls, your, your walls that are uh, um, connected to the outside. Mm-hmm. And on those outside walls, there's generally a little buffer of air in there, about an inch thick, that's going to be a degree or so warmer than the rest of the room. Okay. It's kind of an insulation to the wall. It's a natural thing that happens. It's a natural thing that happens, and it should happen. When, they, when you turn the fan on, it kind of wipes that away. Just mm-hmm. like it wipes away the heat off your skin, it's going to wipe, the way, it's gonna wipe, the way, uh, wipe away the heat 
on the uh, on the outside walls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now that's more that it's going to have to heat. Mm. Now, when you're in the room, it's going to make you feel more comfortable. And by far, it's better to use it when you're in the room because just like we talked about in your office, you can keep the temperature a little bit higher mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and still be comfortable because you have the ceiling fan on. But I've, I've seen over and over again, we yep. go to people's houses and they have every ceiling fan on in the house. Sure. Even the outside they, ones. And they leave them on, and, and they leave them <laughs> on all day mm -hmm. and it's just a waste of electricity in three ways. Mm. So don't do it. When you're in the room, turn it on. When, you're, when they're not, turn it off. Very good. And I, I did say that <clears> on purpose, Carl. What about the outside ones? I mean, do they even serve a function? If you're outside and it's warm and you put on the fans, is that going to actually help you? Or? Well, sure. Any little breeze when it's outside feels good, right? Well, if they're far up, yeah. they're not all for show. I mean, some of them actually do work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and if there's no breeze at all and and you're, you turn and there's no fan and then you turn the fan on, you usually feel a difference. So what's the recommendation with fans? Is only use them when you're in the room. Okay. And so, now the other the other case of that is if you have a a big two story room like mm -hmm. so many do with a vaulted ceiling. Yeah. And in the winter time, all the heat rises up to the top. You might want to push the heat down with your ceiling fan. Oh. Okay. So hold on. That would be when it's cold. Then. That's when it's cold. When, only when it's only when you're using heat. See, and nobody uses them when it's cold because they think it's going to get colder. And and then they go upstairs and they say, "Wow, it's burning hot up here." Yeah. Okay. Turn the ceiling fan on. Blow it down. If you have a big vaulted ceiling. We have a 30-foot ceiling. There you so, go. So, and now that's something brand new. So whenever it gets that, well, now, now it's different. But, you know, right. in the winter, you'd go upstairs and it's boiling hot. You go downstairs and it's cold. Right. Now, in the summertime, it's different because mm -hmm. your returns are probably upstairs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they're pulling that hot air, putting it through the air conditioner, cooling it, and spreading it out through the house. Wow. So you, didn't need to, you don't need the fan to blow the hot air down in the summertime. But in the wintertime, you're pulling in hot air and you're putting out hotter air yeah. and it's all going up. So the hot, upstairs gets hotter and hotter. Okay. So that's like driving around in this weather with hot air conditioning. <laughs> like putting your heater on. Uh, or, or driving with the windows <laughs> down to see what there happens. You go. There you go. <laughs> so that's another thing people do then. They don't, they don't work their fans correctly. That's right. They, the fans don't cool. They cool you. That's a good way to remember it. They don't cool the room. Right. They only cool you. They actually they, warm the room a little tiny bit. And they actually move around whatever's in there. And they move around and they're going to kick up dust and all kind of things. And the smelly smellies also if you leave them on all day. <laughs> well, if you go into your kid's room and it smells like a gym and you turn on the fan trying to get rid of the air that's there, it just propagates throughout the house. It, it may help. Yeah, it may help uh, spread it around a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the best thing to do there is uh, clean it out. Get the kids to clean it up. Yeah, <laughs> good, good luck. Don't feed them. <laughs> Or something very good. Yeah. So that that's a very great, good tip. Great bro. parenting skill there. Oh, you yeah. know, you got to do what it got you, whatever works. <laughs> that's right. So and food generally works with kids. So there you go. Uh, so Carl, what else do you have? So, so I mean, because these are some really interesting tips. I, yeah. I'm glad that our members or the people listening actually can can use them. I mean, yeah. they can go right now and, and and check out the fans and check out you know the the filters and things like that. What else do All you have right. that people do? So there, there's uh, one of the most common one. Most people know this. If you have big open windows and the sun sun is hitting them. If you put some kind of window treatment, it's mm -hmm. called, uh, shades over them or something like that, that'll help keep the heat around that window instead of spreading it out into the room. Mm -hmm. When the sun comes into a window and it hits the floor, that floor is going to warm up in that spot. If you keep it over by the window, you don't care. It's over there by the window. Sure. Okay. So so window treatments are, are a good way to uh, to help keep your electric bills down. Ah. They actually do work. What about the what about the the, the, the screens? The tinted, mm -hmm. yeah, the tinted absolutely does. It's going to reflect a lot of that radiant heat that comes from mm. the, from the sun if uh, if the sun is hitting it. Okay. If it, if the sun's not hitting it, it doesn't really matter. So there's solar screens that you can put over your windows. Mm -hmm. uh, there's tinting you can put on your windows. Of course, uh, multi-pane windows are the are the best thing to have. They make a huge difference in your your electric bill mm. if you have single-pane windows. It's worth looking into those. We don't do that, but uh, but I, I see the difference. And when we calculate the size of the air conditioner, we have to factor whether they have single-pane windows in the house or double-pane windows. Very good. Tell us again how to get a hold of you, Carl. You can call us at Air, it's Air National Texas. We're at 281-251-3143. Or you can reach us on the on the web at Air National Texas. That's all spelled out, T-E-X-A-S, airnationaltexas.com. Very good. So... so Guys, it, right now, Carl's at a point where he's still kind of, he'll listen to you right now. But in two or three days, we don't know. We're not sure because it's going to get so busy, so busy. So right now is the time to call. It is a good time to call right now where we still have openings in our schedule. 
when Fourth uh, of July is usually the the breaking point, mm. and we are available on Fourth of July because we're available holidays, evenings, Saturdays, and Sundays. But um, that's when that's when things get busy and we can't keep up, and we have to just say sometimes we can't get to you. Wow! So, so in July, yeah. But the bottom line though is that the preventive stuff, everything we talked about, from from an inspection. Uh, all the way through, you know, even even somebody would come and kick you in the pants and say, "Okay, change these filters. What's wrong with you?" That's you right. Know? So, so we're doing a, a special right now. If mm-hmm. you go to our website, you uh, for our normal seventy nine dollar diagnostic fee, we we'll do that for fifty nine dollars, and we'll do a thirty point check of your system, including the capacitor that we talked about before. We're going to check and see if you have your vents open. We're going to check the system out to see if there are any potential problems lingering there so that you don't end up 97 degrees, 95% humidity, waiting for us to come out there and, and uh, get, trying to get there as fast as we can. So, you know, for those of, for those of you guys listening, uh, truly, be, yes, through experience, being able to rely on someone who's trustworthy, who's vetted, who's a chamber member is a big deal, especially with air conditioning. It's like going to a mechanic. If you have the right mechanic you can trust, he'll be honest with you and tell you what's going on. But if you happen to go into the wrong place, you're done. They'll look for ways to not, well, I won't say the words, but they'll look for ways to get more money where they don't need it. And the problem with the air conditioning business is it's so complex. The systems are so complex that there are guys out there that will cheat and uh, and and take advantage of the ignorance of the public and uh, and um, they're they're pretty dishonest. Just and you like can the mechanics. Up, Sometimes there are mechanics like that too. Not all of them. Not but, all of them. Not all the air conditioning guys are like that either. Perfect. But but this is Air National Air National Texas Air Conditioning Heating and something else. Mm, home generators. Generators and coolant and coolants and all these other things. Carl, one more time. How can they reach you, please? It's uh, Air National Texas two eight one two five one three one four three or at our website airnationaltexas.com. That's A-I-R-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L-T-E-X-A-S.com. So to assure your comfort this this summer, guys, uh, give them a call and, and have them come and inspect your home. And $59 special. I mean, you, you can't go wrong. So thanks again for being on the program today, Carl. Well, thank you, Dr. Carlos, and thank you to the mail agency for sponsoring this. This has been a great day. Very good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you back next week where Rebecca Riley, president of the Lone Star College Montgomery, will be with us. So please tune in next week at 2 p.m. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez tuning out. Thank you again. We'll see you. Goodbye. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12, Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.